Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will seek to inspire you to go forward and build the life that you want to live by taking control of your mind and your mindset. This is practical tips. It's ways of shifting our mindset, shifting the way we look at the world. You know, I really don't mean to give advice that's unsolicited. I don't love to prescribe things to other people. This podcast is a record of my becoming. And if you too can find it useful, if you're seeking some kind of guidance or whatever amount of wisdom I may have, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy you're listening. I want to say a few words today about this idea of confidence and other positive traits that we sometimes wish we had more of or wish we had any of. You know, we certainly know how it feels to not have confidence, right? It manifests in our actions, right? It shows up in the way we go into life. Poor posture, inability to make eye contact, refusal to speak up at the right moment. We let opportunities pass us by. We know that the lack of self-confidence manifests in the thoughts we have. We tell ourselves that I'm not worthy. I couldn't do that. I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not accomplished enough to be able to do that. I'm not going to take that risk. I'm not going to take that opportunity. I'm not going to talk to that person. And the truth is that others can pick up very, very easily on that lack of confidence. And especially that's true if we are the one to make a self-deprecating joke about ourselves over and over, you know, to go beyond humility into making a mockery of ourselves. It's very obvious. We can all point to someone who lacks confidence. Others pick up on it very, very easily, but therein lies the problem. If we're obsessing about the thoughts of others about us, We will never be ourselves and we can never be confident. When we are obsessing about the thoughts of others about us, we can never be ourselves and we can never, never be confident. You know, I actually had this thought when it comes to positive traits like confidence or let's say talent, productivity, even positivity itself, right? Having a positive attitude. You know, how often do we necessarily feel that that's what we are when we are that? And what I mean by that is when you do have moments of confidence, when you put yourself out there, when you say what you want to say to somebody, when you, when you do exhibit talent, right? When you go out and do something that not everybody can do and you do it well, when you do have a positive attitude and you believe that you can take on the day. Now, how often are you saying to yourself, I'm confident, I'm talented, I'm positive versus is it other people saying that about you? You know, when we're in that positive, uplifted, productive, creative headspace, I think it necessarily includes an unselfconsciousness, an almost unawareness of the words that we would use to describe that state. So what I'm saying is if you believe you have a problem with confidence, you'd like to be more confident, perhaps you have a hard time maintaining a positive attitude. You know, if you'd like to be more productive, get more done, 
You'd like to improve your talents. Maybe find something that you can become talented in. You may in fact be fixating on the image of yourself in another's mind. Right? When you're pursuing words, confidence, positivity, productivity, talent, you're pursuing something that you don't believe that you are or aren't enough of. And you may be fixating on the beliefs that you believe somebody else has about you. You're now projecting an image of yourself onto somebody else and then projecting it back. And in that, in those layers of projection, fidelity is lost, right? Accuracy is lost. The true nature of who you are and who you could be is lost when you're worrying about things that you're not and the perception of those things that you're not as they are apprehended by somebody else. You know, and I did say in a previous episode that journaling is an example of objectifying ourselves. right? We can step back in a sense and see ourself almost as if from outside ourselves through hindsight. And I, I believe that that form of objectifying ourselves is a form of self-control and it's a form of self-knowing that can be used for good to be able to step back and see how we behave and how we think, right? Self-awareness. But when you're objectifying yourself through the beliefs of another person and when you're objectifying yourself in that negational way, right? When you see the things that you're not, I, I think that's a, a failed form of self-awareness. It's wrong. It distorts the perspective of yourself and you begin to pursue things for the wrong reasons. And not only that, right? But those that belief you have about yourself based on the thoughts of other people, it's completely imagined. It's hypothetical. It's completely inaccessible to you. I mean, a person may tell you some form of it, right? They, they may be able to communicate their beliefs about you to you, but those are their beliefs about you. Remember, you've now created a set of beliefs that you've projected onto them and back to yourself. All of this is, it's relational thinking and it's negational thinking. It's focusing on things that you are not and it's focusing on things that are outside of you and beside you and related to you, not you. You do, however, have control over yourself, as the name of this show might suggest. And you will benefit, you will benefit from becoming you, from pursuing you, rather than pursuing a word, rather than seeing yourself as being not something, right? There's that negational, well, I'm not confident, I'm not talented, I'm not productive, I'm not positive. Okay, so you're not that, right? You're not talented, okay? And you're trying to become talented. So what are you then? You're not, you're not the thing and you're not the thing yet. You know, you're not talented and you're not talented yet. So in the present, what are you? You live your life as a collection of negation, right? As a collection of 
not being something, all these things that you're not, well, then what are you? Rather than pursuing words, concepts, beliefs about you from other people, pursue becoming you. Don't narrow your focus down to words and ideas. Seek to know yourself fully. Now, if you feel spread thin, you know, if you feel that you're not sure at all what to pursue, what does that mean to, what does that mean to become myself, to pursue myself? What are we talking about? All I can say to you is that that's not something that I can tell you what to do. For me, though, I had to be honest about what interested me. I had to be honest about what grabbed my attention, what moved me, what inspired me. And I went to those things. I didn't go to those things because I thought they would make me a lot of money or I'd get laid or I'd be famous or people would respect me. And yet, when I pursued what I loved, what I, what I was interested in, what moved me, a little bit of that did come along. <laughs> You know, pursue what interests you, what grabs your attention, what moves you. You can't necessarily control those things. So go to them. That's an automatic, intuitive voice inside you that's pushing you towards the things that will fulfill you, that will allow you to become more yourself. And the benefit there, when you pursue these things, when you pursue this self-development, when you control yourself and pilot yourself towards the things that interest you, that move you, that inspire you, that make you smile. When you pursue that self-awareness and that self-knowing, all those other little things that you were worried about, talent, confidence, productivity, positivity, being sexually attractive, perhaps being wealthy, being successful, all those things will come along with that. They, and those, that, those things that can will generate from within you naturally. So rather than pursuing confidence, rather than pursuing talent, rather than pursuing people thinking you're successful, people thinking that you are inspirational, whatever, all that will come, all that follows so rather than be chasing the tail, it's time to start chasing the head, right? Get around to the front end of this thing and pursue you. And you know, it is the oldest cliche in the book, of course, to say, well, don't worry about what other people think of you. I'm not going to tell you to do that. In fact, I think it's impossible to do that. In fact, I think to a degree it's harmful to tell people not to worry about what other people think. We're social beings. We're social creatures. We need to have people around us that we can trust. People around us that inspire confidence within us. I think that other people's reactions to us, other people's beliefs about us are useful in shaping who we want to become. But you cannot put those reactions and those beliefs in front of your own self-image. And even worse, you cannot make up a set of objectifications, beliefs that you 
believe other people have about you and hold those against yourself. But you do have to incorporate what people think, feel, believe, how they react. You have to incorporate the vision of others about you into you. There's no way around that. But it's up to you how important you make that. And I think we're better off when we really, really weight it 1%. Half a percent, perhaps, against our beliefs about ourselves and our pursuing what's interesting and our becoming who we can be. I can't tell you how much to worry about what other people think, you know, but there may be people in your lives parents, grandparents, other family members, your partner, lifelong friends trusted coworker, a mentor, a boss, a coach, teacher, professor, their beliefs about you might mean a whole lot to you. But again, those beliefs about you, as trusted as the source may be, are external to you. It's up to you to incorporate those beliefs into your own belief system about yourself. But those positive traits that you're seeking Confidence, productivity, positivity, talent, sexual attraction, being a good person, whatever that may be. Of course, those traits, as you develop them, will improve your relationships with other people. But only because you have genuinely built yourself in your own image You didn't build yourself on those words, on those concepts. You didn't pursue a state of being based on something you were not. But you pursued the ongoing becoming of who you were. Right? You can't stand on nothing. You can't simply say, I'm not this and I want to be that. Well, what are you? Now you're being pulled between two non-existent things a binary of nothingness when that leaves you swimming in, in, in literal nothingness. But when we go to the things that interest us, when we pursue ourself, the whole world opens up to us. Our whole self opens up to the world. The positive traits you seek, that better life you seek, will come when you genuinely build yourself in your own image, not on the words that float outside, not on the things that you're not, not on what somebody might think, but from the inside out. And you worry that people can see you're not confident. Well, let me tell you, when you pursue this form of becoming, people can see that too. And they'll gravitate to you. They'll want to know the secret sauce. Because you stood on positivity. You stood on what was real and material, and that's you in the world. Thank you for listening. We've got a video episode coming up very shortly in the next few days about a decision-making process for those difficult and overwhelming things in your life. I hope you'll check that out and find that useful. Of course, always feel free to get in touch through Facebook. Let's talk about building that better life. And until we speak again, please, please remember that better is possible. <laughs>